Welcome to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast, powered by StatRoute.com. And now, here's your host, Ryan Skullrude. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Skullrude. I am your host. And before we get started, I want to make sure uh, that we ask you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button, whether you are watching on YouTube, listening on uh, Google Play, Stitcher, CastBox, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Make sure that you uh, go ahead and hit that subscribe button to make sure you get all of our latest episodes as soon as they are uploaded. Uh, We would love it if you could please like this current episode as well as past ones. Uh, Please leave us a rating and or a review. That helps us to know what exactly you like or don't like about the show. And finally, if you could please share these episodes out with your friends and family, especially those who are not in your fantasy football leagues. That would be greatly appreciated as well. Um, I hope you guys had a good week 11. This is uh, this is it. This is the final week 12. The the final um, final bye week. And so starting next week, every team is playing. You're not worried about uh, who you had to fill in for bye weeks. You're only worrying about who you need to fill in because of injuries. So um, I hope you guys uh, have uh, have been able to get your team set up uh, quite well for this week and for moving into the fantasy playoffs. We are only a couple weeks away from the fantasy playoffs. So uh, we hope that uh, that you guys are all set and ready to go for that. Um, I believe that is about it. That's all I've got in terms of announcements. So... Uh, why don't we go ahead and hop right into it and get into the headlines. Today's headlines. And starting it off with my hometown team, the Seattle Seahawks, Pete Carroll has announced today that he expects Tyler Lockett to play this Sunday in Philadelphia against the Eagles. Um, he did not practice uh, today being Wednesday. Um, that being said, uh, he, it looks like he was supposed to be um, uh, for Thursday ready to go. They're expecting him to practice. He did go through the walkthrough on Wednesday, just not the official practice er- uh, section. Uh, but uh, again, on Thursday, it looks like he is he should be ready for that. Ready to go after suffering um, the the uh, the extremely dangerous leg bruise um, that that he had uh, in the Sunday night football game or Monday night football game against the 49ers. Um, speaking about the for the 49ers, uh, George Kittle did not practice. He has yet to do so since uh, Halloween, October 31st, uh, with his knee and ankle injury, uh, which means that Ross Dwelly most likely is going to be the guy to pick up in terms of um, a streaming option for uh, for tight ends at uh, uh, from San Francisco. Also, those that did not practice for San Francisco today, Matt Breida, Puna, F- uh, not Puna Ford, um, yeah, Puna Ford, uh, Robbie Gold, Devo Samuel, Emmanuel Sanders, and Joe Staley. A lot of did not practice t- today on Wednesday. And it could be that some of these guys are just trying to give a, a, a veteran down for Wednesday. They should be back on Thursday. We will see. Make sure to watch those injury reports. Because every single one of those has a tremendous impact um, on what the the possible fantasy implications are for this weekend for the 49ers, so make sure to uh, to keep following up on those. 
to see who um, who you've got ready to go for the game against the uh, Green Bay Packers this weekend. Uh, next up, the Colts are expecting Jordan Wilkins and T.Y. Hilton, I believe, for Thursday Night Football. Um, Jordan Wilkins has been dealing with uh, uh, an ankle injury, um, but he is expected to be available against the Texans, which means he is probably going to be splitting some um, splitting some carries with with Jonathan Williams. That being said, uh, Naheem Hines is the guy that you want to own if you are in a PPR half point PPR league. He is the the guy who's going to be getting a lot more time there. So, uh, and for Ty Hilton. Um, he was listed as a full participant in practice on Wednesday. There wasn't an official practice. Uh, they, you know, most teams usually don't have official practices the week that they play Thursday games, but they have to submit an injury report. Had they practiced today, T.Y. Hilton would have been on the field practicing. So he is officially listed as questionable for the game against uh, the Houston Texans on Thursday Night Football. A few other injury notes. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky practiced in full. Uh, and should be good to go for this weekend. Corey Davis and Delaney Walker are both practicing for the Titans. Um, and so after Delaney Walker missing multiple weeks and Corey Davis missing last week, uh, both teams should be good to go. Uh, Nelson Aguilar sat out Wednesday, which is somewhat of a big deal, considering right now with Alshon Jeffrey, uh, with Alshon Jeffrey injured and likely not playing after missing last week, the Eagles don't have a whole lot of wide receivers available. Um, I mean, they're basically down at that point to J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Uh, gosh, who else? Mac Hollins and Jordan Matthews, I think. Um, and to make matters worse, Jordan Howard is still not cleared for contact, though he was out at practice in a limited role. So they would be out What? who's likely their number one running back. And have to go with Miles Sanders and Jay Ajayi. Um, and uh, I believe, uh, so Nelson Aguilar sat out Wednesday and might be questionable for this weekend. Plus, Alshon Jeffrey has been dealing with injuries, and we don't know how long he's going to be out. So um, not a good sign for the Eagles going into Sunday's game uh, against the Seahawks. Will Fuller has been listed officially as questionable for the Thursday night game as well. Uh, and let's see, uh, Juju, James Conner, and Deontay uh, Johnson are all questionable for um, for the Thursday night football game. Uh, Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster's knee injury is not serious for the long term, but he is not expected to play Sunday. Um it's a lot for him to be able to overcome, dealing with both the knee and the concussion protocol, which both uh, happen on the same play. Uh, James Conner and Deontay Johnson are, are questioned for Sunday, uh, and it would be a mild upset if the if they actually did play against the Bengals, considering they don't necessarily need them against the Bengals. The Bengals are over so far on the season. So, uh, Sterling Shepard is in the concussion protocol still, but is practicing in full. Basically, has a just a last hurdle to to uh, to get through. Uh, Austin Hooper uh, is still out for Week 12 versus the Bucks. Devonta Freeman is still out Wednesday. Evan Ingram is still sideline Wednesday. Um, Chiefs wide receiver Tyreek Hill's hamstring injury was deemed minor. 
um, more like a uh, more like one a player would have in training camp to be cautious with. He's considered day to day with the bye weeks, so that helps. Um, he should hopefully. Um, it looks like there's a chance that he will be back when the Chiefs come back in Week 13 and not have to miss any time. So if there was ever a time to have a little bit of an injury, it's going into your bye week. And last but not least, the Browns have activated David Njoku off of IR uh, from his wrist injury. Uh, broken wrist that he suffered in week two, I believe it was. And so uh, he should be, hopefully, good to go this week um, in the game against Miami. So I believe that is it for the uh, the news and the injury uh, updates. I think that is it. Yes, that is it. So um, why don't we go ahead? We will take a quick little ad read break, and then we will hop right into the game previews for week 12 of the NFL season. Have your fantasy teams been struggling this year? Or perhaps you've been doing pretty well but want to put yourself over the top? Then make sure to visit our friends over at Finish First Fantasy Advisors. They are the premier one-on-one -on -one consulting firm that specializes in providing you with expert support to help guide you to the championship. You will be matched with one of their expert advisors to provide you with the season-long insight for your redraft, dynasty, or DFS formats. Their advisors will contact you weekly to answer all of your questions and provide you the needed information to get to the next level. Set up a free 15-minute consultation by emailing them at info at finishfirstfantasy.com or by visiting them at www.finishfirstfantasy.com. That's www.finishfirstfantasy.com. All right, we are back, so why don't we go ahead and hop into the Week 12 game previews. Uh, why don't we just, we're, we're just going to jump right into it. So we're starting off with the Thursday Night Football game, the Colts visiting the Texans, starting off with the Colts. Jacoby Brissett should be a solid, uh, a solid quarterback streamer going up against the uh, the Houston Texans, giving up the sixth most amount of fantasy points to the uh, to the quarterback position. Uh, I, we talked about this earlier. Williams and Wilkins probably will split some carries. Hines is the guy I like the best out of the backfield, getting more playing time and catching the ball out of the backfield. He is your uh, half point PPR slash PPR uh, guy, more of a flex play. T.Y. Hilton, if he is available. Um, I believe he is a, a probably a wide receiver two type of candidate uh, and not really anything else available in terms of um, in terms of wide receivers. Ebron uh, was dealing with a little bit of an injury. Uh, we'll see uh, if he gets much more playing time. If he does not, Jack Doyle should be in for a decent game against the Texans. Uh, as far as the Texans go, Watson, I think, is a, he should be a, a decent candidate, probably still have a top 10 type of week. Um, I do not like any of the running backs for the the Texans this week. Hyde may be able to get some yards, but the the Colts have been very good against uh, against running backs, uh, especially over the last few weeks. Um, having running backs score about three and a half points under projection on average uh, over the last five weeks. Hopkins, I expect to have his typical kind of week. Should still put up um, at minimum uh, low end wide receiver one numbers and Darren Fells. Uh, he's a possible streaming option, uh, not really a guy that I want to trust this week. Moving on, the Buccaneers versus the Falcons. I have this as a bit of a high-scoring game. Um, I have, obviously, the Falcons scoring more in this one, but starting off with the Buccaneers, uh, Winston, I think, could be in for a pretty good game. I think he has his typical put up a lot of yards, throw for a couple touchdowns, maybe throw for three interceptions, um, but should still be enough points 
um, depending on how your your league negates points for interceptions, pick sixes, that sort of thing. Uh, in regular scoring leagues, should still have a decent enough week to finish as a top ten quarterback. Uh, Jones, um, at running back, I don't really want to trust the the Falcons defense has been playing much better over the last few weeks, um, and has been holding players under projection at every position. Uh, over the last five weeks. So uh, Evans and Godwin, I think that they're still going to have decent games. The Falcons overall still giving up the eighth most amount of fantasy points to the wide receiver position. Evans, I think, is more likely to have the bigger game caught, uh, with Godwin uh, being the secondary receiver. I have them kind of both uh, wide receiver two to wide receiver one, so more in that 10 to 12 range. Um and as far as the, the tight ends go, I am losing all faith in O.J. Howard and think that uh, Cameron Braid has probably passed him on the depth chart. Uh, moving on to the Falcons, I think this is going to be a huge game for the Falcons offense. Ryan has been playing out of his mind, and the Buccaneers have been giving up points and bleeding them out everywhere. So the only place the Buccaneers aren't bleeding out points is at the running back position. Uh, hasn't been really been a strength for the Falcons anyway, so I think that Ryan could finish as a top three or four quarterback this week. Jones could be a top, uh, could be the top uh, wide receiver. Ridley should have a very good game, wide receiver two type numbers. Uh, Hooper is not going to play, but Luke Stalker possibly could have a semi-decent game as well uh, in what should be a pretty high-scoring game. Moving on, the Broncos visiting the Bills. Um, the Bills have had a very, very good defense this year, so uh, Brandon Allen, I think, could have an okay game. Uh, I don't really like him as a streamer this uh, this week. However, Philip Lindsay, I think, could be in for a decent game. The uh, Bills have been very middling against running backs all season, but over the last five weeks have been giving up 7.5 points over projection on average to running backs, and therefore uh, I think that Lindsay, who's been getting uh, the most of the work out of that backfield, should be in for a decent game. Uh, while Sutton isn't necessarily up for a huge game this week, I still think that he is good enough uh, to perform well enough to get around 10 points in about half-point PPR. So should still be uh, a starter flex play. Um, Noah Fant, I am not, he is not on my radar this week for uh, streaming position at, at tight end. As far as the Bills go, Josh Allen, his floor is pretty safe because of the fact that he gets normally gets uh, some uh, some rushing yards, uh, has scored a touchdown in every game so far this week or this season. So uh, he is definitely possibly still in that top 10 quarterback discussion for this week. Uh, Singletary, if he can just stop fumbling, should be in for an okay game. Uh, but the, the Broncos defense has been still been pretty tough against running, uh, against running backs. Uh, Brown and Beasley. Brown has been receiving. He's one of the top guys uh, over the last uh, three to four weeks in terms of, um, in te or in terms of target share. Uh, he's received 32% of the targets uh, for the Bills over the last six weeks. So Josh Allen is looking his way. So he still could be in for an okay game to at least provide around projections for an average game. Dawson Knox, been back and forth, uh, not really on my streaming, not really on my streaming radar for this week. So moving on, the Giants versus the Bears. Uh, the Giants, uh, as far as their defense goes, the Bears have been very, very good against quarterbacks and against uh, wide receivers. They've struggled against the running backs and tight ends. So uh, I'm leaving Jones off the streaming radar for week uh, 12. 
Barkley should be in for a decent game this week. Uh, catch the ball out of the backfield and running it. Uh, hopefully should provide at minimum running back two numbers. Uh, as far as the wide receivers go, uh, Shepard, Tate, and Slayton, if Shepard actually plays, should provide an okay amount of um, amount of production. Tate, uh, kind of mediocre. I have him kind of wide receiver three or four. Darius Slayton is very much a boom or bust candidate. Uh, Ingram, we're still not sure. Again, like we talked about earlier, he is not. we're not sure if he is going to be ready for this week. If not, it's going to be Rhett Ellison. And Ellison, if he plays, I don't really have him on my streaming radar. Moving on to the Bears. Uh, Trubisky looks like he is going to be playing. The uh, uh, Giants go up the ninth most amount of fantasy points to the quarterback position. And so hopefully, maybe, Trubisky does a little bit. Uh, the Giants have been really terrible against both uh, wide receivers and uh, running backs, so hopefully Montgomery can get a little bit going. I still have him more on that low-end low running back two, uh, running back three. Uh, Cohen, because he tends to be a little bit better in the passing game, uh, could also be a decent play this week. I think I have him as a flex. Uh, as far as the uh, wide receivers go, A-Rob and Taylor Gabriel Gabriel's been an interesting flex play over the last few weeks. He has been the second highest targeted guy by Trubisky, and so I think that he could be an interesting play for this week as well. Moving on, the Steelers at the Bengals. Uh, Mason Rudolph is stream-worthy simply because the Bengals are so bad, giving up four points over projection over the last five weeks, giving up the third most amount of fantasy points to the quarterback position. And so Rudolph, I believe, is a streamable option for this week. Uh, Jalen Samuels, the the Bengals have given up the fourth most amount of fantasy points on the year. However, they've averaged uh, holding running backs to four points under projection over the last five weeks. However, with Samuels being uh, the, the guy who can catch the ball out of the backfield, has been pretty solid in terms of not only running it, but his, uh, his uh, abilities in the pass game. Um, I still think that he has a safe enough floor to provide running back two type numbers. James Washington is the only, right now, the only healthy wide receiver uh, for the Steelers, and so he could be a very streamable option for this week or a uh, an okay um, DFS play. Uh, Vance McDonald, again, I think that he is a streamable option, uh, possibly a top 10 option for, um, for tight ends in Week 12. Moving on to the Bengals. Ryan Finley is not an option. Uh, Joe Mixon finally got into the end zone this last week. However, the Steelers have been very good against running backs. Um, they gave up a lot of a lot of yards to Nick Chubb last week, but really it was the passing game where they really suffered. So um, I think that Baker Mayfield is a much better quarterback than Ryan Finley, and so I think that the, the Bengals continue to, to suffer through this season uh, and, and remain defeated. Uh, and so I think that it'll be really hard to trust anyone from the Bengals for fantasy this week. Moving on to the Dolphins versus the Browns. Uh, speaking of people that it's, you know, players that it's hard to trust from a team, the only people that I want anywhere near my fantasy team from the Dolphins, or actually the only person, is Devontae Parker because he's been averaging almost as many points as, uh, as Julio Jones in half-point PPR over the last few weeks. He has also been outscoring uh, Keenan Allen of the Chargers over the last five to six weeks. So a guy that uh, he's getting the production uh, and, and could be in for, again, an okay game 
this week against the Browns because they'll probably be uh, working a lot in uh, garbage time. As far as the Browns go, Mayfield is very much on the streaming radar. Miami giving up the fifth most amount of fantasy points to the quarterback position. Uh, Chubb and Hunt both, I believe, are running back twos at minimum. Uh, Hunt definitely on the running back two uh, radar in half point and full point PPR because of how much they're using him in the passing game. Uh, Hunt over the last two games has uh, is tied for second on the team in targets. Uh, OBJ Odell has 22, and Landry and Hunt are both tied for 17. So. Um, Beckham and Landry, I believe both uh, are, are decent options. Beckham, wide receiver two. Landry, wide receiver three. Uh, Njoku is possibly on the streaming radar this week. Uh, we just don't know how much he is going to be involved this week. Just coming off of IR. Moving on. The Panthers versus the Saints. Kyle Allen uh, maybe in for an okay game against the Saints. They will see if they still have Marshawn Lattimore or if Marshawn Lattimore is playing this week um, dealing with the hamstring injury. Um, if he is not, I think that improves a little bit for Kyle Allen as well as DJ Moore and, and uh, Curtis Samuel Moore, I believe, uh, especially if garbage time is, is where they're needing to uh, put up the points. Uh, Moore could be a wide receiver two type play. Curtis Samuel is more of the wide receiver three or four flex. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, you're going to start no matter what. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's only putting up running back two numbers. Likely he's going to put up. Low end wide or low end running back one numbers at minimum, but again, uh, if he does struggle a little bit, the Saints are the third best team against fan, uh, against running backs in terms of giving up fantasy points, and teams and running backs are averaging about seven points under projection over the last five weeks. Greg Olson uh, on the streaming radar against the Saints this week uh, and could provide you a little bit of value. Uh, moving on to the Saints, Breeze, uh, I think he has an average week. Uh, he should still finish in the top 10 in quarterbacks for this week. Alvin Kamara should go all hog. The Panthers have the third worst um, third worst record in terms of giving up fantasy points to the running back position and are averaging giving up 10 points over projection over the last five weeks. So Kamara should be in for a great game. Latavius Murray may even have flex appeal this week going up against this Panthers defense. Uh, Michael Thomas should be in for a decent game, putting up wide receiver one numbers. Ted Ginn is a possible flex play for this week. And Jared Cook continues to not be on my fantasy radar. Moving on, the Raiders versus the Jets. Derek Carr is in a good streaming position against a Jets team that bleeds points to not only the quarterback, but also the wide receiver. So Tyrell Williams and Hunter Renfro should be in for good games. Tyrell Williams, I believe, puts up wide receiver two numbers. Hunter Renfro is a streaming flex option at the wide receiver position. Jacobs could struggle a little bit as the as the Jets defense has played pretty solid lately against against running backs. However, he's still on the running back to radar. Darren Waller has been back and forth over the last couple weeks, but I still believe that he can be a low-end tight end one play. As far as the Jets go, uh, Sam Darnold, I think, could be in for an okay game. The Raiders have struggled really against the quarterback, against wide receiver, basically in the whole passing game. Um, so I think that Crowder, in my opinion, is the better option at running at wide receiver over Robbie Anderson. He's going to be more consistent, um, has the higher floor, but Anderson has the higher ceiling. Ryan Griffin, after putting up a massive amount of points last week, I believe being tight end number one, um, 
it's kind of chasing points to go with him again this week. Uh, however, the the matchup is good enough that I think that he could at least um, possibly get into the the end zone, possibly score you ten points in half point PPR. And Le'Veon Bell is, I think that he could put up uh, a, whatever his projection is, an average amount of points, high end running back two numbers. Moving on, last page of games, the Seahawks versus the Eagles. Uh, Wilson, I believe, is in for a decent game, should put up uh, quarterback one um, type numbers, even with the Eagles putting up, uh, keeping quarterbacks to five points under projection on average over the last five weeks. With the amount of weapons that Wilson has at his disposal from Carson to Lockett, Metcalf, Gordon, Hollister, um, this offense is going to be very difficult to stop. So I still think that Wilson can put up solid numbers. Carson should be in for a decent game. Uh, while the Eagles have given up uh, the was it the eighth least amount of fantasy points to running backs, they have struggled lately against running backs and giving up about a point over projection um, on average over the last five weeks. With how and again, Lockett uh, is on the uh, wide receiver two um, wide receiver two radar if he plays, which we again we talked about. We believe that he will. Metcalf. And Gordon. Uh, Metcalf is a wide receiver three possibility. Gordon, he's a deep flex option just because he's the, the third wide receiver in that offense, uh, along with Hollister, who is a tight end um, that should be owned in all leagues at this point, especially with the production he's put up over the last four weeks. As far as the, uh, the Eagles go, um, Wentz, Middle of the road, I think he, he could put up low-end quarterback one numbers against the Seahawks defense. While they've been playing better, they still do manage to give up a lot of yards. Uh, if Howard is not playing and it's the Sanders and Ajayi backfield, I do not trust the uh, the running backs to get a whole lot done. If it's the uh, the J.J. or Sega Whiteside and Mac Hollins wide receivers, I don't <laughs> expect a lot there. Uh, really Wentz, I think that most of his, you know, I think that his production could come a lot from running the ball um, and going to Ertz and Goddard as the Seahawks have really struggled against uh, tight ends over this season. Moving on, the Lions versus the Redskins. Driscoll, I think, is streamable um, against the Redskins defense. Uh, Driscoll's ability to run the ball in the, uh, run the ball uh, as a mobile quarterback uh, provides him a decent amount of floor space as a quarterback. And again, he's going up against the Redskins team that just can't stop anyone. Um, they also, the Redskins also struggle against running backs, so Scarborough could be in for a decent game this week. Um, I want to say on Yahoo, they fearlessly project him for around 75 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Johnson and McKissick, I just don't know if I can trust. Galladay and Jones, uh Galladay, I have a, a solid wide receiver two. Jones, wide receiver three. Hawkinson, he is a tight end two. I don't trust him for fantasy uh, this week. Uh, moving on to the Redskins. Haskins, don't use him. Um, I think that he could provide barely enough uh, production to make sure that Geis and Peterson are getting production. I trust Geis a little bit more than Peterson this week because Geis has uh, the ability to work in the passing game. McLaurin is the best uh, wide receiver option for this offense. Could provide wide receiver three numbers, uh, especially last week. Had a decent game and actually had, I want to say, like a 60-yard touchdown called back because of holding. So uh, in that case, uh, McLaurin is more of a, of a dice roll in DFS. Moving on, Jaguars versus the Titans. Nick Foles had a decent game coming back this last week. 
Um, going up against a Titans team that is giving up a lot of points to quarterbacks and wide receivers. Foles could be in for a big game throwing the ball to DJ Chark and DD Westbrook. However, the Titans are have been very tough this year so far against running backs. So Leonard Fournette, uh, while you're probably going to start him, I would not expect more. Uh, I would not be surprised for him to have uh, running back two type numbers. And right now they don't have much of a tight end to speak of. Therefore, uh, you know, not really an option for this week. As far as the Titans go, Ryan Tannehill has been on fire the last four weeks that he has started. Uh, his worst game was last week in which he scored almost 19 points. Uh, really been a, a, a fantastic player. I think that he can still put up 19 to 20 points this week. Hunt, or sorry, not Hunter Henry. Derrick Henry should be in for a really good game. The Jaguars have struggled against the run, uh, giving up the ninth most amount of fantasy points to the running back position. Henry, I believe, can be a top five running back this week. Uh, the passing game may struggle a little bit with A.J. Brown and Corey Davis. Uh, I think that Tannehill could get enough that Brown and Davis are more wide receiver threes. Uh, Walker, if he plays, is on the back end of the tight end one spectrum uh, for this week. Uh, Cowboys versus the Patriots. This is going to be tough sledding for the Cowboys. Honestly, I don't really like a whole lot of the options in this game. Uh, from what I've heard, uh, the weather is not supposed to be all that great in New England, meaning Prescott could be a tough, so uh, tough start. Zeke, you're going to start him no matter what, just because, especially if it's raining, they're going to be running the ball a lot. Cooper and Gallup, I don't necessarily like this week. Again, the Patriots are the best team against the quarterback, the running back, and the wide receiver in terms of giving up fantasy points. Uh, they're holding those positions on average to 6.5, 4.5, and 6 points under projection. Um, Zeke is the only guy I really trust uh, in this game against the Patriots. And even that... I'm hesitant on. Um, as far as the Patriots go, uh, I don't like Brady in this game. Michelle could be in for an okay game as the uh, Cowboys are very middle of the road against running backs. Uh, Edelman is the only wide receiver that I like against uh, against the Cowboys simply because he is the safety blanket for Brady. Tight ends haven't really been used, so Ben Watson is not on my fantasy radar. Moving on, the Sunday night football game, Packers versus the 49ers. Um, Aaron Rodgers, uh, I think high-end quarterback too. The 49ers have been very good. Um, again, they're other than the um, the Patriots are the other team that has been very, very good against all positions. Uh, so Rodgers could put up decent amount of points. Again, it all depends on how um, how well they're able to run the ball. Jones and Williams. Um, Jones could put up running back one numbers. I think it's more likely he's more running back two. Williams possibly could put up flex play numbers. Um, uh, Devontae Adams, I think, is their best option in terms of uh, in terms of wide receivers. You're not. I don't trust anything out of Marquez Valdez Scanling or uh, Geronimo Allison. Jimmy Graham, I don't trust him as a fantasy option either. Moving on to the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, high end quarterback two. The Packers have been very good against quarterbacks and against the passing game in general. Um, and again, we don't know who all is healthy in terms of the wide receivers for the 49ers yet. So uh, Coleman is, uh, uh, as far as I know, is healthy. The Packers have struggled against the running game, and therefore Coleman should be a decent start, running back two for this game. And if George Kittle's not playing, 
Uh, Ross Dwelly is a streamable option as the Packers have struggled giving up the fourth most amount of fantasy points to the tight end position and uh, giving up an average of six and a half points over projection over the last five weeks. Finally, the Ravens versus the Rams in Monday Night Football. Lamar Jackson, he is a quarterback one going up against the Rams. While the Rams' uh, defense has been about the only thing that's going well for them, uh, Jackson, I do expect to have a solid game. Uh, again, his running ability keeps his floor very, very high in fantasy. Mark Ingram, his ability to catch the ball in the backfield, I still believe allows him to have a decent game in this one. Uh, running back two type numbers. I don't necessarily trust any of the wide receivers this week for the Ravens. Uh, some, no, there has not been enough um, enough consistency, although Mark Andrews should be in for a decent game uh, as a top 10 tight end. Moving on to the Rams. I think Goff struggles again this week. The Ravens have been very good against the pass game. Uh, so I don't trust Goff really to get anything going. Gurley could be okay as a running back two type of player. Uh, Cup and Cooks. Cup, I think, again, I have him more in that low-end, mid wide receiver two. Um, but wouldn't be a surprise if he struggles again this week because Goff struggles and maybe puts up wide receiver three type numbers. Cooks, I don't know what to expect. His first game back in a few weeks. Gerald Everett, again, uh, he is not on my streaming radar for this week as the Ravens defense has played very well all season against tight ends. And there it is. There it is. The game preview is all 14 games for this week. I want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. Um, hope you guys have a great week 12. Looking forward to hearing back from you guys on uh, on uh, the advice that we gave you. Make sure, again, to check out all the articles that we publish on SkullKingFootball.com going into this weekend, uh, as well as our rankings at SkullKingFootball.com slash fantasy dash rankings. Uh, looking forward to uh, another great week. We will talk to you guys later. Hey, Skull King Nation. Thank you for listening to the Skull King Football Podcast. Did you like this episode? If so, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues.